Welcome to Loving the Christ Life. I'm Brad Wilson. Welcome to another podcast of Loving the Christ Life from the Christ Life Foundation. We're in the book of Ephesians with Warren Litzman as he takes us through the In Christ message. These are from the archives of the Christ Life Fellowship, and we are so happy to bring them to you each week. Let's get into today's message. Here's Warren. Greetings, dear friends. It is our joy to be able to come your way again today with the good news of Jesus Christ, the gospel of Jesus Christ as it is written in the book. We left all of you who have been listening to our program and thank God for you. We know that you're going to help us spread the message of Christ throughout the end of the earth. But I'd also like to hear from you. This is a new project on our part, something God led us to and something God opened the door for. And we'd like to hear from many of you who are listening to us for the first time. Tell us what you think of this broadcast that comes every day with a different message. Write us and see how you can be a blessing and a help to us at the same time. Well, we're studying in the fourth chapter of the book of Ephesians. And I'm just taking this verse by verse right off. I'm still in the first verse, which is Ephesians 4 and 20. The verse that reads, But you have not so learned Christ. What does he mean when he says you haven't learned Christ? We tried to deal with that in our last broadcast, but I want to go a little further with it. What does he mean when he says you have not learned Christ? Well, my first thought that I gave you in last broadcast was that we haven't learned this Christ coming through us, coming out of us. We always think it's our ministry, our works, our words, and so forth. And the end result is we kind of set him aside, though he lives in us and wants to be our very life, including our life and our words and our witness. So we talked a little bit about that, but let's go a step further on learning Christ. Why is it we have to learn Christ? Well, it's very simple, and I give it to you in a nutshell. We have to learn this new life in Christ because the old life is still stuck in our minds. It still is ready to operate in our minds. It still is going to operate in our minds. So now we're down to the real answer that Paul gives us in this series of scriptures. We're ready to talk about learning Christ. How do we learn Christ? We stop participating in and with the Adamic nature. We stop participating in what many call the Satan nature. Every person that's born into this world comes in this world with a nature in them that is contrary to their creation. That's something God did when Adam and Eve sinned, and so that sin passed upon all men that come into this world. When you come into this world, you possess a sinful nature. Now, there are many who teach that you'll never get free of that sinful nature. But I'm ready to tell you, either you get free of it, or the Scriptures have lied to us. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all. A-L-L. All sin. There's not a sin left out. There's not a nature left out that belonged to Adam or Satan 
in a believer. Not when they accept Jesus as their Savior. But what they do have is an old mind. And if that old mind doesn't change and doesn't take in this new understanding of Christ lives in me and Christ is my life, unless we take in new understanding in our mind, then our mind never fits this Christ that lives in us. Let me tell it to you plainly. The Christ that lives in you has no mind but your mind. What does Paul say about that? Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. Plain enough. He says this three or four times in different ways in his epistle. Let the Christ mind be in you. So if you're still using your old mind, and so many believers have never gotten free of their flesh in this area, they say, well, I used to cuss a little, and when I get mad now, I still cuss. That's the old mind. That's the old way of thinking. That's the old way of doing things. It used to always be you. You were in the center. But now that Christ is your life, Christ is not in the center only. He is the life, the only life you have. And until you begin to live that only life you have, you'll be falling far short of God's expectation of you, but also any expectation you could have of yourself. We never become who we're supposed to be until Christ is learned and is working in and through our life. Now, that's not easy to come to. Many people, when they get saved, have never heard a message that they must renew their mind. They've never had a thought that I must do something about my state of living now that Christ lives in me. It's not a hard thing to do. In fact, the Holy Spirit stands ready to help you in this point at any time. Listen to me now. The Holy Spirit is your helper. He's the one that will change your language. He's the one that will change your ideas. He's the one that will change your knowledge. You need the knowledge that fits the Christ who lives in you. He gave us His Word. His Word is a good place where we see the true knowledge. When we go into Paul's epistles, we hear him talk about this. No other writer in the Biter actually talks about us giving a mind to the Christ that lives in us. But Paul does. He's explicit in some places. Don't be taken up with the world. Don't be taken up with wine, he says. But be renewed in the spirit of your mind. So you may have gotten saved. You may be joined to Christ. Christ may be living in you. But until you give him a mind, he'll never come out of you as the expectation God had in creating you in the first place. How wonderful it is to know that as human beings we've been created by God to enter into a glorious and wonderful relationship with God. We'll be back in just a moment to more of Warren's message today in the book of Ephesians. First, we just wanted to take a break and remind you to visit our website, christ-life.org. Read all about the Christ Life Foundation, what we're all about, the In Christ message, and check out the bookstore. One in particular that was a very uh, proud moment for Warren was when he was able to publish his book he called The Big Book. It's a book of many of his sermons over the years and highlights from those. He worked very hard on this book and was very proud of it. And I think it will be a blessing to you to check that out. 
Wonderful, wonderful materials right from the sermons of Warren Litzman. Let's get back now to the book of Ephesians. Here's Warren. Now, how do you get your mind renewed? That's where the scriptures come in. That's where the Holy Spirit comes in. That's where where you attend church comes in. Because if they don't teach about the new mind, then the Christ that lives in you will never be anything from you. Because you have to give him a mind. Not only a mind, you have to give him eyes. You have to give him ears. You have to give him hands. You have to give him feet. You have to give to this Christ that lives in you all of the things that you have claimed to be yours. Just turn them over to him and he will use them for his glory. So, when Paul says, you have not so learned Christ, he's talking to you about something that needs to be attached to these scriptures. Many of the writings in Paul's epistles attach to this one verse, learning Christ. Don't be taken up with the world. Learn Christ. He that is in you is full statue. You grow up into him. A lot of people have interpreted that verse to mean that Christ hasn't come to full stature in them. They put all the monkey, so to speak, back on Christ. And if Christ don't do something, they can't have it. That isn't so. You can change that mind. You can change your ideas. You can change your doctrines. And you're going to have to for Christ to be the operator of his life in you. Now, that's what a Christian is. A Christian is one who has given up their life. I no longer live, Paul would say. Christ lives in me. And because Christ does live in you, you have entered into a new and greater relationship with God than you've ever known or had before. So I'm asking you today, have you ever crucified? That's the word Paul would use. Have you ever crucified your old way of doing things? Well, you say, I don't know how to do that. I can't do that. You're right and you're wrong. You can do it, but only with God's help. Only with God's help can you crucify self. You see, your old self-life died. That's Romans 6. Knowing this, that our old way of living died with Christ on the cross. You see, you've been fighting something and holding on to something that is not necessary in Christianity. You don't need your old mind to make Christ alive and work in your life. You don't need to do your life like you've always done your life. You figured, well, that's me. That's the way I was born. That's the way my family was. That's what my mama gave me when I came out of her womb. But the facts are you have to change your mind. You have, Paul said in another place, you have the mind of Christ. It's really available to you. But I know Christians who have been saved and living as best they could the, the Christian life who have never turned to the Christ that lives in them. They talk about it, but they've never turned to, turned to him. man said to me the other day, he said, if I have Christ in me, how come I've never felt him? Because you've never given up to him, dear brother. I had to tell him this. You've never given up to the Christ that lives in you. You have held on to your life, and you held on to him. Well, thank God his grace is sufficient. And in our ignorance and not knowing how God deals with us, we accomplish a number of things. But we don't become who we're supposed to be. We don't become who God has set us aside to be. 
And so I come to you on this broadcast to tell you about the real life that is within you. The real life isn't the life that you went to school, grade school, high school, college, or many other areas of learning in your life. You learn a lot of things, but none of them fit Christ. Now, is there something wrong with all these things? No, not if you have the right perspective. If you know that you must first give a mind to this Christ that's in you, then at the same time, you're giving that mind through Him to everything that has made you you. You got that? Everything that has made you who you are, you've given it to Christ. Let me ask you now, is there any willingness on your part to give up, to give yourself to Christ? Read Galatians 2 thoroughly. Read through it several times till you get the real message to serve. Get the help you can get from those who know that I had to give my life to Christ that he might use it for his glory. Nothing wrong with your education. You may have gotten a bad education or an ungodly education, but nothing wrong with your study. Now you need to turn it over to Christ. It needs to be Christ coming through you. Nothing wrong with your profession. I talk to doctors. We have several doctors in our fellowship around the world. Every once in a while, one of them says, I'm so tired of being a doctor, I'm going to try to be something else. I said, make sure Christ is in it, because Christ has been a doctor in you from the very beginning. He has taken what you know about being a doctor, and he uses it for his glory. Now, that's what Christianity is all about. Christianity is a new group of people. It is a new world for these people who live in this old world. It is a new life. They are new creatures in Christ Jesus. I want you to see and understand that because there's so much to learn from it. We haven't learned this new life in Christ because we didn't know where to start. Well, I hope to tell you where to start. I don't have all of the answers, but this book does. And as we study this book, we're going to get into the answers more clearly. And we're going to see who we are. You see, I'm really interested in who you are in Christ Jesus. Who are you? What is Christ to you? Is he something you go see? Is he something that's in the church building? Or is he somebody that lives in you? Remember, Paul said, Christ lives in me. And so does he live in you. I have a number of books that will help you. Go over to our webpage a little further over than where you are right now listening to me. Look at some of the books and see if you see one. Let of the Spirit you can get and make a difference in your thinking and in your life. Been good to be with you today. I'll be back this same time tomorrow, and I pray God's richest blessings on you. I want you to know Christ and to live Christ. I want you to be a Christian. God bless you. We hope you've enjoyed today's message from the book of Ephesians with Warren Litzman. You can see if you follow us each week why we feel these messages are so important. They are life-changing and truly so important for you today, especially today. Warren's dream was to reach the world with these messages, and that's what we're trying to do. So please tell others about this in Christ message on loving the Christ life every week. You can find us right here and also tell your friends and family about us. 
We're available wherever podcasts are heard. And don't forget our website, christ-life.org. Until next time, I'm Brad Wilson, loving the Christ life.